Welcome to the Stuff and Junk Show, where we share our opinions on random subjects from interesting news, social topics, pop culture, our likes and dislikes, things you've seen, heard, or read, to what we did and what we do. You know, Stuff and Junk. Hello, my name is Albert. And my name is Ruthie. This is Jami. Yeah, so we're going to start off uh, this podcast with some current events, man. We're, we're going to some hard-hitting news, man. You know, ripped from, from today's headlines. We're going to talk about what's going on in uh, China. Uh, what, so what? I mean, both and Ruthie and I are in, are in imports. We imports good from China stuff. You know what I mean? So I was asking uh, Ruthie uh, online on on, on on text message how, how your supply chain is doing. Are this, you? Sh- this sounds so natural, Jamie. Yeah, it's kind of recapping. It's just it's just easier to because we had this conversation. It's kind of it's kind of weird. You know what I mean? Okay, so well, I was at, go ahead. Go so ahead. I should just go back to the text and be like, "Hey, Ruthie." Yes. So, are your Chinese suppliers having problems shipping? Yeah. What so? Uh, what's your supplies? Uh, suppliers do well. Ah, see, I can't even talk. What are your suppliers doing right now? Are they are they shipping on time? Have they told you it's going to be delays? What's going on? Um. So, since you asked me earlier, uh, I actually that put me in a panic. So I started texting my factories in China, and like one of them said they're pushing it out. Uh, their opening date five days um mm-hmm. another one is still surprisingly on time even though they're both in guangzhou mm-hmm. um which is far from wuhan right for those of you who don't know where wuhan and guangzhou are mm-hmm. from wuhan. um and then the other one is she's more like in the northern provinces mm-hmm. and that's like a tba like she doesn't know when they're gonna open right because the official stance, the official stance I've gotten from my suppliers is uh, Chinese New Year, they were supposed to come back to work uh, two, three, which is uh, this Monday and stuff like that. And the, the government officially pushed everybody back by a week. So now they're coming back to work next Monday. So that's the official date. Whether they're going to ship our goods on time is very questionable. Mostly that I, I would say actually all of them have said there will be delays. They won't officially know how much of a delay until everybody gets back to work on Monday. And I was also, yeah. I was also explaining on, uh, on, on text message. Uh, the, the thing is, every Chinese New Year, even without this virus thing, it's, it's tricky when they come back from Chinese New Year because what happens is the workers, the factory workers, they travel such a long distance back to their hometown mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And when, when they come back, sometimes they don't come back. You know, sometimes they happen yeah. to find work in the local town. They, get, yeah. they actually miss their or family. Or they right. a job like somewhere else and they just don't come back. So it's a slow start again after right. the Chinese New Year. Because you have to hire new people or have to train them and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And now you throw in this coronavirus thing. It's, it's, just, it's, just, it's just bananas. So even if they start coming back to work next week, doesn't mean they're going to be producing at capacity that quickly. You know yeah. what I mean? It's a lot. Of, I think, all the factory workers are going to be back yeah. on schedule and like ready to ready to go. Yeah. And, and my whole thing is I've heard like, you know, People, even if they, let's say you, you, even if you want to come back to work and you want to travel, you know, days to go back to your factory job in, in Guangzhou and stuff like that. So, you know, I heard people like blocking roads and stuff like that. To all the trains are not exactly yeah. functioning 100% and stuff they're like that. Taking, like, in public transportation, they're like taking people, they're monitoring people's yeah. um, temperatures. And didn't you, didn't, weren't you telling me earlier, Devin, that mm-hmm. one of your factories was asking you for how many masks, surgical yeah. masks? Yeah. Okay. Just to give you a little timeline of events, just uh, late last week, a couple of factories have asked me. Uh, they asked me because the government officials asked them to reach out to their uh, overseas contacts if they can, uh, if they can purchase 
like medical masks and stuff like that. You know what I mean? And it's all kind of like uh for the government, for the Chinese government and stuff like yeah. that. And but then yesterday a guy just asked me also for masks, but this is like for his own factory use, you know what I mean? Like he, and he wanted like twenty thousand. I thought he wanted like maybe, I don't know, fifteen, twenty for his family and stuff. But he said, No, no, I need like twenty thousand for my factory and my employees and stuff like that. Yeah. Like, I don't know about you guys, but have you tried looking for surgical masks just for your own use here? Because, like, I, I went to CVS and, like, Dwayne Reed and, like, all the pharmacies, and mm-hmm. they're all out of stock. And, like, I tried yeah. even looking online. It's all back stock to, like, late February, March, which I'm assuming is because yeah. we're waiting for Chinese factories to open. Yeah. To produce yeah, of course, the irony is everything is manufactured in China. And it's so ironic that people in China are asking for supplies and stuff like that because they're the ones mm-hmm. that's producing it and stuff like that because the most famous mask producer that i know of is a 3m right so i kind of google yeah. so i googles 3m for my i got their contact information for the states but you know most of the stuff most of the contacts you see in the on the website is like overseas and you know the main ones in china you know what i mean so it's it's, it's yeah. bananas yeah it's just been and oh factory and to, answer, and to answer your question, I asked yesterday at Home Depot if they have any masks. They said they were sold out. But then I stopped by Home Depot again today for to run another errand, and they had some masks and stuff like that. But, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, I don't know. I don't know. It's just been answered. Yeah, they don't have 20000 right? Yeah, I don't have twenty five. <laughs> and the other thing is I asked my my shipping friend, my shipping agent friend, and he says if you can buy 20000 of them and stuff like that, I, I don't think you can ship it and stuff like that because you need certain export license to ship out medical stuff mm-hmm. you know what i mean and especially he also mentions that you can't do it like you can't profit off medical stuff you know what i mean you can't profit off emergencies and stuff like that <laughs> yeah so i don't know so all i did all i've been doing is just google some contact information for the factories for the so they can contact them directly and they can work it out and stuff like that but yeah it's pretty yeah. bad it's it's pretty crazy out there is it affecting your deliveries? I think so. I mean, we won't know 100% sure until next Monday when more and more people kind of go back to the office and see what's going on and see how many see how many things, you know, see how many employees to get back. But I I can't imagine it won't, you know what I mean? I can't mm-hmm. imagine it's it's, it's going to be a bigger problem than than I think uh people realize. Cuz the other thing is, okay, so for the last 2 or 3 weeks, even though the, the epicenter is in Wuhan, right? But basically mm-hmm. every Basically, the entire city, I mean, the entire uh, country of China have been kind of like self-imposed yeah. self-imposed quarantine. Like, I've asked various people that I know in various cities. They say, yeah, nobody goes out. You know what I mean? Nobody goes. Yeah. To- the streets are dead. Absolutely yeah. dead. Everyone's doing it. And which is ironic because over Chinese New Year, yeah. it's supposed to be, you know, a season of festivities. And that's yeah. why they offer two, three weeks up to a month at a time. Yeah. Because they're out visiting families. Mm-hmm. Shopping, they're eat, they're you know they're enjoying yeah. their lives, but unfortunately, this Chinese New Year for everybody in China, it's been quarantined. Yeah, it's, it's dead. And the thing is, uh, what do you call it? The uh, yeah, and the, you're you're going to restaurants, you're going to see a movie. People haven't seen a movie in like a week and stuff like that. I was reading a I was reading a statistic that says like during last Chinese New Year, the during the two week holiday or something, they made like five hundred million dollars in box office. This year is like two million or something like that. You can't even go see a movie. You're not supposed to gather or go to places where, where there's people. You know what I mean? People are not supposed to gather. And so the thing is, once once these people have to go back to their jobs, go back to their factory jobs and stuff like that, that's when people are going to start moving again. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah because it moves the economy. Yeah, because so people have to move. People have to at some point they have to get on trains, planes, and automobiles, and it's gonna 
it's not that's not gonna help with the with the with the coronaviruses. Have you have you guys seen the videos of 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 people getting beat beaten up when they're not wearing masks and stuff? Like that? Have you seen all this? What? Stuff? No. Oh yeah. If you if you there's some some there was some overnight. Uh, if you, you just Twitter it and stuff like that. Yeah, but one lady was at, at a grocery store or something like that, and she wouldn't wear a mask, and also and she got beat up and stuff like that. You know what I mean? They this and, is over in China. Yeah, China and stuff like that. And then I think there was another one where it was at an airport or some bus stop. Uh, uh, what do you call it? Uh, what do you call it? He, so I think the lady also didn't want to get scanned as far as the temperature, and she, and, the, and the doctor went just started wailing on her and stuff like that. They got they got into it and stuff like that. It's it's good times. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. Oh, and there's also a lot of examples where if uh, X person has uh, it's like it's like the stuff you see in movies and stuff. If X person has the has the disease, or they think they have the disease. The, the cops will show up, like the Gestapo, and they and they lock the doors from the outside, so you can't get out. You know what I mean? Whole apartment complexes and neighborhoods are getting locked down, especially in Wuhan. Wuhan is basically on virtual lockdown. I mean, there are also stories where because people are outside in hospitals or something like that, their pets are being left behind. There, there a lot of pets are, are need to be rescued. People are breaking into the houses and rescuing cats and dogs and stuff like that. It's it's a lot of fun. <laughs> I know it's it's crazy. It's almost like zombie apocalypse. Yeah, but mm. officially, quote unquote, the death rate is still slower than SARS and and bird flu, whatever. But officially, but it's the numbers are climbing. I mean, yeah, steadily. Yeah, so I mean, yeah, I mean, all these numbers are like all the deaths, all the uh, deaths, and all the patients. All the numbers are are in quotes because. Lord knows that the Chinese government's hiding what the real numbers are. So yeah, so, yeah. yeah. I think there's been some suspicions here in New York, but nothing confirmed yet. Mm-hmm. I also don't know why it's taking so long for the CDC to to um, confirm anything. It takes like I think four to five days because yeah. they have to send it to the CDC mm-hmm. in Atlanta, Georgia, and then it has to come. Then they have to test yeah. it, and then et cetera, et cetera. It's a it's a yeah. whole process. Yeah. So by the time somebody finds out if God forbid they have the coronavirus. They could have infected like yeah. maybe ten other people. I heard just locally around here, like at Ranch Nine Nine, somebody got sick and went to go see a doctor, and they may have been paranoid. But pe- like I don't know, I don't know. I, I heard the story like s- secondhand or something like that, so I'm not sure what the details are. But there are rumors that somebody was sick out here like, at local Ranch Nine Nine supermarket and stuff like that. So, and my personal experience, I actually went to go get get lunch at like this hole in the wall Chinese place. And the first thing the, the lady did when I walked through the door, she gave me uh, hand sanitizers. You know what I mean? <laughs> and then she had a whole face mask on. on. <laughs> yeah, it's like she had a whole face mask on and stuff like that. You know what I mean? So I don't know, man. I think I think I think this is gonna get worse before it gets better. So yeah. Oh, it's been a January. It's been a heck of a January, that's for sure. Yeah. We'll 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 find out soon enough like how bad it is after Chinese do when like to see how many employees show up uh, next week and stuff because. To get back to those jobs, they literally have to get on trains, planes, and automobiles, like, basically right now. So, we'll see. Yeah. That's a lot of fun. Good luck to your shipments. Yeah, good luck. Yeah, good luck to you, to you guys. <laughs> Thanks. Do you guys usually ship by air or by, by uh, boat? Boat. Boat. Oh, we usually ship, like, four to 12, anywhere between four and 12 containers at a time. Oh, from what port? I mean, probably Shenzhen, right? Shen, um, Shenzhen, uh, where else? Uh... What's God? I'm blanking. <laughs> There's one other port, Yantian. That's one. Yantian yeah, yeah, yeah. port. Oh yeah, that's the same. Yeah, same, same, same thing as Shenzhen. But yeah, okay. Oh, yeah. Oh. yeah. I never knew that. Huh? Yeah. Good times. Good times. Good times. Mm-hmm. Good times.
good times like this uh, 274 oh, okay, here comes the episode of the show. <laughs> we are going to be talking about uh, ads from the Super Bowl 54. Uh, no, but now you're probably it's probably like a few days late, but whatever. We're gonna talk about them anyway. Uh, then we're gonna play a trivia game. We haven't played a game in a while, so we're gonna go ahead and play the game. Yes, it is very good at trivia stuff, so she's gonna win. Uh, it's a game called I Should Have Known That. And then at the top of the episode, me and John Ming. Uh, Ruthie, you don't watch The Good Place, do you? Um, I started to, but then I couldn't really keep binge watching it because then I got distracted with other shows and the rest is history. I see. Just well, so much TV? But it's a really good show. I like it. It's cute. Yeah, well, me and Jamie are going to be talking about the finale of The Good Place at the top of the episode. Uh, But eventually, we can rediscuss it in the future. Off podcast, I guess. All right. On with the show. So, Super Bowl ads. Super Bowl 54 ads. Uh, I think that this batch of ads are better, much better than last year. Mm -hmm. Last year, I thought it was mostly forgetful. But this year, there were some stuff that people were actually talking about. Mm-hmm. So why don't we just go around, go around the room and just mention some ads that we liked. Mm-hmm. Um, I do have some clips online that I can pull off so we can play those too if necessary. Uh, Ruthie, why don't you start? So how are the uh, ads that you liked? I'll be honest. I wasn't watching the, the Super Bowl because I really wanted the 49ers to win for the <laughs> sake. So I wasn't peeking and watching the game. And I ended up jinxing it anyway because I watched the halftime show. <laughs> oh, okay. So is that the only thing you watched, the halftime show? Uh, there was this one ad that I watched that I, I think you guys mentioned it. What was it? The Tide Pod thing? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That one was funny. Which one? Because it's a running joke. Yeah. They had like multiple Tide Pod commercials that, that just kind of uh, kept going through. Okay, yeah. play it. Play it. No, I mean, which one? There are multiple ones. Oh, the one with, um, what's his name? That, that really anxious comedian guy? Yes, him. He's in all the Tide Pod commercials. Yeah. Oh, crap. So essentially, essentially <laughs> what, what you the, miss out. What, what you miss out. Party and he's like freaking out because uh, his wife accidentally like spilled something on his white yeah. shirt and started setting in. That's... And he was like, when? Later. You can yeah. do it later. And he's like, when? 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 And then he's like really old. And then she's like, whatever like you're you're being stupid yeah. it could well, be later after the party well i mean the, the type of running joke thing was that there were there were like multiple ads throughout the super bowl mm-hmm. that had different like teams like mm-hmm. they were going to show a wonder woman trailer and then it became a type pot commercial yeah. it was the biggest tease ever and that's the biggest yeah. disappointment the biggest of blue balls ever man yeah they were doing they were doing all that throughout yeah. the thing you know my biggest takeaway from the super bowl ads is like tide has too much money man how do they afford like five six commercials man <laughs> god damn it yeah that was insane that's too that's much insane. man and I didn't like that. Oh, just I don't mean to butt in, but I didn't like that that running commercial because it gets tiresome after a while. And they they've done this every year now, right? This is not the first time they've done like a running uh, uh, commercial. I don't like pod, but there were other. There's been other yeah. examples. It's not like revolutionary and stuff. No, like, it's and not. Just, and like I, said, I didn't like the fact that I thought I was going to see a Wonder Woman trailer, but then no, no, it was just a, a continuation of the Tide commercial. Exactly. Uh, I'm not a fan. Thumbs down for me. There were people who who were pleasantly surprised because it was like a running. He was like, "Oh, it's another Tide Pod commercial." You know, there yeah. was like a. It was became a joke. Yeah. Kind of thing. Hey, I use Tide Pods. I'm a, I'm a fan. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> how about how about you, Jamie? Another uh, ad that touched you. Well, I, I just, let me just mention my general impression. My whole thing is like there were a couple of good commercials, but I'd say the rest are kind of like what are pretty forgetful. They're not interesting. And my biggest thing as far as commercials during the Super Bowl is like I I'm really more interested in the trailers that they show now. You know what I mean? Okay. I, I like the Disney Plus stuff. I like the James Bond commercial. I thought it was really, I thought that was great. Uh, what else was there? They showed the Rise of the Gru minions. I never seen that before. I can, I didn't. I think I tune out at that point. But there's another one that I really liked. Yeah. Mulan. 
Mulan, yeah, it was Mulan really had good. a really oh, good. Yeah, movie. yeah. yeah. Dude, I I'm really into watching like uh, trailers and clips from movies now for the for the Super Bowl. But as far as ones that made a good impression, I did like that 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 post below one. You know what I mean? The one where he gets the what do you call? It? He gets the seltzer water for Budweiser, and but you go inside his brain, and it's like uh, inside out. You remember that? Oh, one? I remember that one. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yes, I thought yes, that was cool. Yes. I like the fact that the people that were inside controlling Post Malone also had the Post Malone tattoos and stuff like that. Right. I thought that was fun. I, I, I don't know good. if people even get the reference that it's a joke on the inside out. Yeah. But, I, and I, I did like the Jason Momoa one. You know what I mean? The one where he oh, takes yes. off his... That's the one that a lot of people are talking about. Yeah, that's a good one. I yeah. really liked uh, Lisa Bonet at the end. That's actually, I thought that was the funniest part. Ruthie, did you, did you get to see that ad? I didn't get to see it. Do you want to play it? Well, I mean, it's a visual thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, this one in particular is a visual thing. Oh, okay. But, 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 it's yeah. a pretty good one, though. It's a pretty yeah, good one. And, and in fact, if you haven't seen it, I, I don't want to spoil it. You need to go watch yeah, it. Yeah, it's pretty okay. good. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. Can yeah. I watch it now or after the list? After oh, the yeah. show? You know what? Sure. We'll go ahead and watch it. I shall watch playing now. What is home mean to me? No, wait, hold on. I just want to mention, I, I really like this commercial, but I, I, the, the, one criticism is, I have no idea what he's selling, though. You know what I mean? Yeah. What, what <laughs> is he selling? I mean, don't, look, don't look at it right now, Albert. What I, is he I know what he's selling. Uh-huh. I know what he's selling. Oh, what, okay. What is he selling? Uh-huh. It's Rocket Mortgage. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, okay. Fair enough. That's where I can be myself. And that feels pretty darn good. Home is where you feel the most comfortable, and Rocket Mortgage helps you feel comfortable financing that home with a personalized and convenient experience centered around you. Rocket Mortgage. Push button. Get mortgage. Okay. That's actually the funniest part right there. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's the one that a lot of people are talking about. Because I, I guess it's because it's Jason Momoa, and you see him in dislike. It's funny. Yeah, it's funny. It's funny. Yeah, it's funny. It's cute. Yeah, but I, I agree. I, I agree with Jaming. If if it wasn't for the fact that the over the the voiceover guy says like rock and mortgage, blah blah blah. Yeah, I yeah. wouldn't know. Yeah, no idea. <laughs> I wouldn't know. Yeah, yeah. It's like he's talking about his home, and then you're waiting yeah. for like something that he's selling. And okay, you're yeah. talking about the house and how yeah. you have a mortgage. And, yeah. Yeah. No, you you wouldn't even get it. Yeah, the thing is, there's just literally anything. It's just everything's at your home. You know what I mean? Are you selling a TV? Mm-hmm. Uh, Alexa. Oh, the Alexa commercial I thought was pretty good. Oof. The Alexa commercial was pretty good. That's pretty good. Yes, that was pretty good. Yes. I did like the Alexa commercial. That's fine. Another big hit was the Google one. What did you guys think of that one? That wasn't a Super Bowl. Co- that wasn't. That was released before the Super Bowl, though. Was it Does really? it count? I think so. Because a people lot are talking about it. People are talking about it. A lot yeah. of these ads are really released before the Super Bowl now, you know, because yeah. they get the money's worth. Like the Chris Evans one of the, of the Hyundai. The oh, that's my, that, yeah. that one I do want to play. Just, 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 for, just for the accent. That's a, that's again like this. This is a Super Bowl commercial, though, right? But even yeah, though it was released they, like they two days, it. two days before the game. Look at these two troublemakers. Hey, Johnny, how are you? Wicked car, is that new? Yeah, it's a Sonata. Let me pack it. Oh, you're not fitting your car in there, Chris. Stop being a smarty pants, all right? So the whole joke there is that they're doing Boston accent, mm-hmm. a thick Boston accent, right? Yes. Why does it sound Australian? <laughs> <laughs> 
but but yeah, it's it's a self parking car, mm-hmm. you know. So it's it's pretty cool. But I think the joke there is the fact that they're doing yeah. Boston accents, and the three know, of them like, are uh, legitimately from Boston. You know, that's legit, that's their actual accent. Is that really their actual accent, or they're yeah. playing oh. it up? <laughs> you know, that's their accent in the sense that yeah. I think that's them going back to the natural accent. You know, they they got rid of it when they moved to Hollywood. Oh yeah, Hollywood. they got rid of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's true. That's true. But that, that that is one of my favorite ones. Yeah. yeah. But going back to the Google one, what do you think of the Google one? I thought it was a bit much. You think it was a bit much? I, th- I thought so. it's like uh, we really never saw it either. Uh, but I, I said, should I play it? Let's see. Where is that? I think I have it here. I do not. Okay, let me just Google it. Google ad. Google Super Bowl ad. Like this nine-year-old guy can work at Google. <laughs> you know what I mean? Can work Google. Stop it. Hey Google, show me photos of me and Loretta. <laughs> remember Loretta hated my mustache <laughs> okay I'll remember that Google says because the little town of the coast remember Loretta loved going to Alaska and scallops so but that's, it's essentially that yeah okay so it, it's just him as like, an yeah. old person like reminiscing oh. about his it's wife it's essentially the story of a guy who's who's probably in uh, uh some stage of alzheimer's oh, his, wife, his wife passed me. away no. so, so he's dumping his he's he dumping his, he's dumping his memory into google and stuff like that why do you have to be that negative i about think it? that's what, it's I a think, very that's sweet that's the story that, that's the story sweet I'm commercial that's the story the man's losing his mind well, he's losing his mind a classic super bowl commercial yeah. that We'll try to tug at your heart. It's a yeah. bit much. It's a bit much. It's not that much at all. Stop it. it's, a, it's a bit much. The Stop course, it. Uh, the course commercials with the horse and the its original owner finding each other years later yeah. was not a tearjerker last year. Which or, yes, you know, I remember that now. Yes, yes, yes. I yes. barely remember anything, but uh, <laughs> I'm no memory. Spent, for the, and the dog. Because they spent all that money for the Super Bowl ad, they can't play for the rest of the year, Jabe. Oh, okay. <laughs> you know what's funny is all the the, the the Super Bowl commercials. I remember all the ones from my childhood. I just remember the my favorite Super Bowl commercials of all time is when the that it's in a diner. The Coke and the Coke driver, truck driver, and the Pepsi Coke driver comes. You know what I mean? One offers the 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 other each other's soda and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And then I think it's the Pepsi guy or the Coke guy wouldn't give uh the the Pepsi back to the Pepsi driver, and they get into a fight. You know, remember that one? But uh, yeah, I Paul, vaguely remember that. That's my favorite one. I like this uh Claudia Shifford one and stuff like that. I like the What's Up one. You know what I mean? What's up? And also <laughs> the Frog. A uh, bud wiser. Those are the ones I remember. The more recent ones. There, there was a throwback to that in one of the ads. Though, I know that I think kind of completely failed. Yeah, nobody gets that unless yeah. you're like over forty and stuff like that. But yeah, what, what other Super Bowl ads from this year works for you? Uh, guys? Me, I'll call out the, the Turbo Tax ad. Which one I about? like the Turbo Tax ad just because of this because it's so stupid. Wow. Ooh. Oh. Come on, it's silly. It's silly and fun. How can you not like that? Thumbs up. It's silly and fun. How can you not like that? It's trying so hard to be silly. So hard trying to be funny. It's the purpose of it. It's to be silly and fun. Okay, I'll be honest. I use TurboTax. Hashtag TurboTax. Uh-huh. Give me a freebie next year for doing my taxes with you guys every year, guys. 
they I mean taxes are supposed to be a really really serious thing and you know they they make it super easy honestly yeah. like I could be here like you know hanging out watching my favorite shows and like doing my taxes on my phone you know like it's that simple yeah. with them mm-hmm. it, it, have I mentioned uh, have I mentioned I don't like the commercial yeah yes the good commercial if if you want to talk about a, a an ad that's a little much in terms of like obvious and trying to do something mm-hmm. is the Mr. Pila funeral. Yeah, that was no, no. <laughs> They're trying to recreate Baby Yoda yeah. as Mr. Peanut. Essentially, essentially as that's what hashtag, it is. Uh, was it hashtag ba- Baby Nut? Baby Nut. Or, or yeah, Nut Baby? baby nut. Or it's, Nut Baby. Nut Baby, yes. Nut is, baby. is it Nut Baby or Baby Nut? I don't know. What. It's, it's Nut just, Baby. It's, it's hashtag Nut Baby. It's gross, man. It's yeah, it, no. it's so it's so obviously <laughs> marketed purposely. And yeah. I'm like, okay, that one, feel free to complain about. Thumbs down. You don't like yeah. the Scorsese one, the one with uh, Jonah Hill? I thought it was okay, it was but fine. it kind of it kind of it kind of falls flat a little bit to me yeah. a little bit. I thought it was fine. I thought I thought the Rick and Morty. I thought there would be a. Uh, I thought I, th- I thought that was part one of a of a longer commercial, but yeah, it was just that. It's just weird. Yeah, yeah. that was yeah. Just, that one just threw there, me there off. There were other stunt castings in uh, in the ads, like like the Brian Cranston uh, uh, Mountain Dew Zero Sugar thing yeah. with the Shining thing. I thought that was fine. You also had uh, the MC Hammer Cheetos thing, which I thought was kind of fun. It's fine. Well, kids nowadays were like, okay, who's that guy? Yeah. <laughs> but it was kind of funny. You get kids, kids these days are like, are they, they're probably more familiar with all the parodies of The Shining than actual movie, what The, the Shining is. You know what right, I mean? Right, right. Yeah, yeah. I think, yeah, I, I'm with you of uh, MC Hammer. Like, do they know who MC Hammer is? But it was still a fun video, though. <laughs> yeah. You know, because you, you, you get that or, you get that orange finger with Cheetos, and then yeah. you, you can't touch this. Yeah. You know, it, it, it works. It works. I guess. Uh, I guess we should end with the Groundhog Day. Oh yeah, that's uh, where we're going. The like Jeep Gladiator had a Groundhog Day, and they, they actually managed to get Bill Murray to be on the commercial. Yeah, right. They gave him all the money. Uh, the story here was that they shot that literally a week before the Super Bowl. Oh really? Oh yeah. Wow. Because they they tried to get a hold of him, they could not get a hold of him because you know he famously doesn't have a, an agent. Right. It's literally just an eight hundred number. Mm-hmm. You call it up and you leave a message and hopefully he'll answer back. Yeah. Are you so, yeah, he's that, that elusive. He's that elusive. You can't just ask him to be in a movie. You have to yeah. leave a leave a voicemail in his eight hundred number yeah, and then if, maybe if, he'll get back to you. Yeah. If if uh, if you're a director, you've worked with him before. I'm sure you can reach out to him. But oh, like sure, anything sure, sure. like new project, yeah. Famously, he doesn't have a he doesn't have an agent. He just has an answer machine. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. so Jeep essentially like they found they found somebody who knew him personally. Yeah. And asked them to try and get him to listen to their voicemail. Yeah. And then they tried to sort out when they could film it, mm-hmm. but apparently it wasn't until literally like a week or two weeks before the Super Bowl. Because you know they got like two two other actors back from the same movie. You think those other actors were like put on hold? You know, like hey, you block out these three weeks where we might get might be able to get Bill Murray. You know, that's what I mean? true, right? Yeah, you can't. Leave, no Christmas, no no vacation for you. You know, yeah, stay in town, be ready to shoot. You know what yeah. I mean? Not yeah. only that, but they paid millions of dollars for an ad. They have no idea if yeah. they have an ad for. You think they had a backup plan? Like, <laughs> hey, Andy McDowell, why don't you? They have to have a backup <laughs> yeah. plan. They have to. Yeah. But anyway, so the several commercials are they're all online. You can you can find them on YouTube very well. So, but yeah, I I thought I'll call out some of the yeah. some of the good it's, ones. They're fine. They're, they're fine. fine. They're more than fine. I think they're more than fine. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, they're entertaining as always. Yeah. Well, not but always. I, I, I point out last year didn't have a lot of good commercials. Yeah. They're like maybe like a couple and that's about it. Yeah. Yeah. There's a few. Yeah. Okay. All right. We haven't done this in a while, but we are going to be playing a game. It is called I Should Have Known That. It's a trivia game about things you ought to know uh, released by Higgy Games. You know what I know? Kansas City Chiefs, they're act they they they're they're in Missouri. You know what I mean? 
Anybody? Anybody? Hello? Anybody? Yes, yes. Anybody? Doing the Hello? Uh, Rudy, do you know that story? No. Oh, go ahead, go ahead, Javi. Tell me. Oh, what do you call it? So, you know the Kansas City Chiefs, right? It, they played in the Super Bowl. Ask her first. Uh-huh. Ask her first. Oh, what uh, what state do they call home? The oh. Kansas City Chiefs. Missouri? Oh, yeah. see? We, okay, hold, on, hold, on. hold on. Do you know that for a fact? You, you know what? You know what? You know what, Ruthie? You should be president. I would vote for you more, uh, more than the, the Trump. Because after the Kansas City Chiefs won the Super Bowl, my man, my man, the the what do you call it? The Rhodes Scholar sent a tweet out congratulating the San, San Kansas City Chiefs and the state of Kansas and stuff like that. Not knowing, not realizing, <laughs> oh exactly, not knowing they uh, what do you call They're located. The stadium is located in uh, the great state of Missouri and stuff like that. He deleted a tweet after soon afterwards, and then he resent a tweet. But yeah, dumbass. Wow, dumbass. embarrassing. What a just a dumb, <laughs> just a dumbass. Yeah, wow. Yeah, oh, DJT, yeah. DJT. Yeah. All right, anyways, we are going to play this game. Um, I'm not sure how many questions I'm going to ask you guys, but maybe, like, well, for now, we'll go with the best of 10. All right. Uh, the game normally is played, like, you take turns, but since due to the podcast nature, um, I'll be asking the questions. Uh, Ruti and Jaming have the answer in your head, and then I'll ask you for the answer, and then I'll see if it's right or wrong. All right. Okay. These are general trivia. So it's literally, I should have known that. Okay. All right. Uh, here's a, question one Who married Prince William on April 29, 2011? Riti, uh, Jamming. Wait, hold on a second. Say the prince again. Who married Prince William on oh. April 29, 2011? Don't ask, don't answer yet. Yeah. You have when, an answer? When do I get to answer? Huh? When do I get to answer? Uh, I'll tell you. So you, have, you guys have an answer? <sighs> yes, no? I know who she is. I just don't know the name. I know. I know. Oh, I know who it is. I okay. Uh, yeah. Ruthie, go first. Kate Middleton. Wait, Jamming? 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 No, no, <laughs> Jamming? Yes. Yeah, it's Kate Middleton. Yeah. Okay, so both of you guess one point, uh, one point each. Yeah. Okay. See, it's easy. Okay. Uh, who played Tom Eisman Kaczynski in the 1986 film Top Gun? Just tell me when you're ready. Wait, what's the, what's the character's nickname? I know Iceman. The, Iceman. I, oh. Tell me when you're ready, and then I'll you go from there. I, I think I Who know. Who played Tom Iceman Kazansky in the 1986 film Top Gun? Oh, Iceman. Iceman. Shit, now no, no, I'm not, not sure what the nickname is. Uh, I, I have 50-50 guess, but I'll go ahead. Uh, Ruti, I, I, do you have I, an answer? I have an answer. Jamming? Huh? Jamming? Oh, I should guess? Yeah. Uh, the name? Yes. No, okay, Anthony Edwards. No, it's Val Kilmer. Yeah, that was my other guess. Ah, I had a 50-50 so, guess. So both of you got it wrong. Yeah. I had I a 50 chance. That movie. No, Iceman is Maverick. I mean, yeah. I mean, uh, Tom Cruise is Maverick. Tom Cruise is Maverick. And, and right. Anthony, Anthony Edwards is Goose. Goose, that's what it was. Ah, mm. damn it. I, that, that, that isn't even the card. I know that for a fact in my yeah. head. Yeah. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> All right. Next question. What is the U.S. president's official country residence just north of Washington, D.C. in Maryland called? What is the U.S. president's official country residence? Country residence? Yeah, country residence. Just north of Washington, D.C. in Maryland called. Just Jam- north of Washington, D.C.? You mean not D.C.? No, Washington, D.C. That's what that's the, that's what the state. What is what is the, the country the country residence? The country residence of, of... The country residence? I almost feel like, I feel like the, the vacation residence. The official vacation residence. The official... Oh, uh, uh... Just let me when you're ready. 
Really, guys? Oh, okay, yeah. Really? Uh, that means yeah, ready. Yeah. Ruthie, are you ready? Um, I think I know what we're talking about. I think, yeah. This is so, so strangely worded. Yeah, I know. That is a very strange question. Yeah. Do, 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 do. Ruthie? Something? Okay, okay. You have an answer? Yeah. Kaina? Kaina? Yeah, Kaina? I have an answer, yeah. Uh, Jamin, you go first. It's Camp David, right? Okay, yeah. Ruti. Camp David? Yes, correct. You yeah. guys both got it right. I feel like Ruti cheated. <laughs> I know Camp David, but then I'm thinking of Camp David in the Philippines. I got confused if that's the same thing or different. At this rate, I'm going to go with who gets who gets five points first, okay? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. What's what, the score? 2-2. Uh, two, two. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, two out of three for yeah. you two. Mm-hmm. Okay, what is the name of the band that Bruce Springsteen has played with since the 1970s? Yeah, I know that. Uh, oh, I knew that one. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Ruti? East Street Gang. Bruce Bruce Springsteen and the East Street Gang. East Street Gang? Uh, Jamming? The East Street Band. Not gang. Jamming's got it. It's not a gang. It's a band. What the heck is going on? I'm like, what the hell is going on here, man? I was really close. You're close, on. but no. That's not, the, that's not the right answer, though. So Jamming's up by one now. Ah. <laughs> Who names a band a gang? What's going on here? East Street Band. Yeah. You guys from Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What is the name of a course that combines seafood and red meat? Oh, okay. What is the name of a course that combines seafood and red meat? Is this for like little kids? Meat? Course, general, this is general thing. Yeah, I got your uh, general right here. Jamming, go course, first. Yeah. It's surf and turf. Uh, Ruti? Surf and turf. You guys got it right. Mm-hmm. Surf and turf. Okay. Ooh. Jamming still up at one. Um, <clears throat> I guess I'll go back to my original best of uh, first of ten. Then, mm-hmm. uh, what is the address of the British Prime Minister? Yeah, you guys are gonna know this. Maybe. Uh, <laughs> what is the address of the British Prime Minister? Um, oh, I was there. <laughs> I know the street. I don't know the number. So yeah, I don't have it. Uh, Ruti. Uh, I know Sherlock Holmes' uh, street address. <laughs> <laughs> um. Oh, I know, I know, I know. Okay, uh, Jamin, go first. Oh, she should go first because I, I, I definitely don't know. No, that's that's the reason why. Oh, okay. Oh, you just definitely don't know. I, I, it's something Downing Street, so I don't know what. It okay, is. I don't know the number. Ten Downing Street. Correct. Oh, there you, you go. Right. Yeah, I just knew that. I just knew the street. I didn't know the number. You guys yeah. got a tie. No, Downing Street, especially in uh, in the Crown. Yeah. Oh, that's right, the Crown. Two two one Baker Street. <laughs> that's my closest <laughs> address. Uh, or more, more London stuff here. Uh, yeah. What or London? What is the nickname of Manchester United FC? What is the nickname of Manchester United oh, FC? I don't know anything about soccer. Ruthie should know this yeah, one. I should know this. Yeah, should know this. <laughs> that is the of the game. I should have known this. I have a guess. Um, uh, what uh, is the nickname of Manchester United FC? I think I think I know. Yeah. Bonus oh point God. on what FC stands for. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. No, no bonus points for that. Um, oh. Wow, this is embarrassing for you, Ruti. Mm-hmm. You're a soccer expert. This is embarrassing for me because I... Err. Um, 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 the, 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 the... Devils. <laughs> the, the Red Devils. The Red Devils? Uh, Jamming? Isn't it just Man U? No, it's the Red Devils. Oh, is it? okay. You get it right. right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Next time you play this game, I'm gonna give you guys a time limit because yeah. that's taking too long. <laughs> okay, so this up in one. Uh, what do H and O in H2O, the chemical formula for Jesus water, Christ. stand for? Oh, I know. What you know, uh, yeah. Ruthie, do you have an answer? Yeah. 
What do H and O in H2O, the chemical formula for water, stand for? Ruthie, go first. Hydrogen and oxygen. Correct. Jamming? Yeah. yeah. Okay. We both got it right. Come on. Everyone knows that one. Come on. <laughs> All right. Ruthie's still up at one. Uh -huh. All right. Next batch here. Um, well, here's another. Here's another. You know, I'm, I'm going to skip that one because mm -hmm. that's too easy. Uh, here's another. Uh, Joe DiMaggio was married to Marilyn Monroe and was a sports legend. What sport did he play? Oh, come on, man. <laughs> oh, okay, that's Easy. Yeah, that's easy. Uh, we both know. He played baseball for New York Yankees. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah that's, that's too easy. Uh, okay. Let's Matthew see. asked for the year. I don't know. Or how many times I actually got married. <laughs> mm. Oh, here's, a, here's the one that I don't know, but I guess I'll find out if you guys know. Mm -hmm. By what name is William Cody best known? Who's William Cody? By what name <laughs> is William Cody best known? William Cody? William Cody. Cody, C-O-D-Y. William Cody. By what name is William Cody best known? I would like to phone a friend. <laughs> yeah. I have, I, a guess. Know, I have a guess. You have a guess, Xiaoming? How yeah. about you, Rudy? Do you have a guess? I'm guessing John Wayne. I have no idea. That's wrong, Xiaoming? William Mays? No, it's uh, Buffalo Bill. Oh, okay. I thought, it was a base I, thought you were, I thought you were continuing a baseball thing. I know, right? Uh -huh. uh, let's see. Ooh, no. What does the letter B stand for in the word scuba? I didn't know that sound for anything. What does the letter B wow. stand for in the word scuba? Scuba is an acronym, first of all. <laughs> yeah, scuba is an acronym. Do you guys have an answer at all? I have a guess. You have a guess? Yeah. Uh, breathing apparatus. Breathing. I would say breathing. Is, you wait, your answer is breathing, Ruthie? Yeah. That, you, that's going to be my guess, too. Yeah. Breathing, 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 yeah. I feel like a guy's cheating now. Yeah. Uh, yes, that's correct. It is breathing. Is yeah, yeah. A breathing. Uh, by, the acronym is self-contained underwater really? breathing. Apparatus. I know. I, first of all, number one, number one, I didn't know that there was an acronym. Number two, yeah, I def I was going to say breathing. Yeah. Yeah. I, I swear. I, I wouldn't lie over a trivia game. How about this one? Uh, what temperature is the same in both the Fahrenheit and Celsius scales? Have a guess. What temperature is the same in both the Fahrenheit and Celsius scales? Jamie has a guess. Ruti, how about you? I knew this one once. I have, I'm, I'm going to guess, too. Yeah. Okay, uh, Jamie, go 69. First. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. 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 You remember it, Jamie. It's your favorite. Yeah. The other one, I, I, it was just a goof. I, didn't, I have no idea. Ruti? Um... I thought it was 32, but that doesn't make sense because 32 is actually the freezing point and it's zero in Celsius. So I don't know. Okay. It's a negative 40 degrees. Right. Ah. I, I like my answer better. Okay. Let's see. Uh, what is the name? No, that's too easy. Uh, how, about, how about this? What? No, that's too easy too. <laughs> I think maybe not. Uh, what is the official language of Brazil? Oh, I know. What this. is the official language of Brazil? I know. I know. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Ruti? Portuguese. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Do, do, do. Maybe next time I'll just have you guys take turns in, in, in questions. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, I feel like we should have buzzers. Why don't we just do buzzers? I know. <laughs> <laughs> no, I can't because Ruti, Ruti has a delay. Yeah. Ruti has like a half second delay. <laughs> so it's a little unfair because, uh, you know, New York. Oh, speaking of New York, what <laughs> industry seen in the Madman TV series is traditionally associated with New York City's Madison oh, yeah. Avenue? Marketing. What yeah. industry was it? Marketing. Uh, technically, it's advertising. Jamming is correct. Yeah. It's technically advertising, oh, yeah. not marketing. Yeah. So <laughs> marketing, guys, marketing is different from advertising. So right? this kind of worked out pretty well. Yeah. You both had nine point nine points each. Mm -hmm. Nine points each. So whoever gets the next one correct, mm -hmm. I guess, 
or the first one wrong loses. Mm -hmm. Huh. Okay. Let's see. Uh, oh, here. How about this? What color is the number zero on a roulette table? What color is oh, the Jesus number Christ. zero on a roulette table? No idea. I never gamble. I have, I have a, you have a guess. Uh, Rudy, do you have a guess at all? Oh, that's wrong, Jameng? Number one, that's racist. How dare you? <laughs> uh, I think it's, it's, is it white? No, you put it wrong. It's green. Oh, no idea. <laughs> I thought it was only black and red. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I thought it was black, red, and uh, some, I have seen white before. All right. All right. Uh, let's see. Uh, how do you say hi in French? Oh, Jesus. How do you say hi? In French. Ni hao. <laughs> Bonjour. Uh, wait, what's your answer, Ruti? I think you got right. Bonjour. Well, I'm sorry, what was that? Bonjour. Bonjour. Wow, you're, you're cutting off in the she mic. Bonjour. Oh, bonjour. Okay. Yeah. In Jiaming? No, she got it right. She I, I would right. I would have guessed. And Ruti won. Yeah. Bonjour it is. I said ni hao. Or I think salute also worked too. Salute. Salute? Yeah. I thought that was like... I thought, I thought so too, but according to this card, it salute is also it's a probably a more informal way of saying hello in French. Salute. I, I thought salute was yeah, cheers. I never heard anybody say that though. Yeah. So no, did I. Yeah. And there we go. That is the I should have known that. And Ruti once again. Some of those I should have known. That. A oh, game. <laughs> Imagine that. Imagine that. <laughs> As of this recording, it's currently 12.17 p.m. on February 5th, 2020 in Tokyo, Japan. And it's time we take a look and see what's up. What's up? Uh, Tokyo, because Space Sketchers, the, you know, the shoe people, is releasing a shoe collection themed to a popular anime series. Uh, before clicking the link, Ruti, Jameng, what popular anime series is Sketchers releasing a shoe collection themed? Uh, uh, Naruto. Naruto? Uh, mm -hmm. How about you, Ruti? Do you have a guess? Um, anime series is it a throwback or is it like recent? Because if it's recent, I have no idea. It's a throwback and recent. Oh. Throwback, throwback, throwback. It's like a I continu have... continuation of the trivia game. <laughs> <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I don't know, Sailor Moon. Or Sailor Moon's correct. Oh, okay. Sailor no. Moon, yes. <laughs> no. Sketchers is releasing a Sailor Moon team team shoes collection. Yeah. You know why? Good. I guess Naruto. Why? Because of the Naruto run. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. Here, Jeremy, that would yeah. completely make sense. No, wait, I want these shoes then. Yeah, yeah I mean, I mean, it kind of makes sense. They're all like color coded characters and whatnot. Oh, they're kind of cute. You know, and they're. Oh, yeah. All right. Yeah. Oh, but all, all the questions here, all the things here does, do have a trivia thing. So no, don't click on the link yet, Ruthie. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. Next up, we got um, uh, Procter and Gamble gets ready for, to make content for TV streaming work. Excuse me? Except for that one. I think that one doesn't have one. No, <laughs> I, I thought you said Procter & Gamble. Procter & Gamble. The, the drug company and stuff. Well, I mean... Or the healthcare company. Personal uh, care. Well, they're just a company that, yeah. that makes products, actually. Yeah. They actually have that Super Bowl commercial where they have that... Like the Avengers of Procter & Gamble uh, oh. merchandise in the commercial. Yeah, but no. What are they going to stream? What are we talking about here? You know, the maker of Pampers, Crescent Bounty... <laughs> I know this is one of the most uh, the, one of the most biggest companies in the world, right? If not the biggest company, in the world. What, 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 what are they doing? Yeah, like, what are they going to stream? Like rivals Johnson and Johnson. Yeah, I don't know, but they they, they want to they want to release. Uh, they say getting this sort of content on streaming video hubs like Netflix, Amazon Prime, uh, or others could become more paramount. So I guess Procter and Gamble are trying to find other revenues for money, making money because it's Procter and Gamble. Oh my. 
Uh, what soap operas did the uh, did Procter and Gamble originally make back in the day? General Hospital. What soap opera? Yeah, mm-hmm. they actually they actually released a, a, a two soap operas actually. General Hospital. Uh, Dynasty. With, I know. Well, no, it's actually Guiding Light and uh, Days of Our Lives. And what was the other one? Guiding Light and As the World Turns. Oh, okay. Oh, yes. okay. Right. That, that was the trivia question I was going to ask. That way, okay. Couldn't they uh, just buy Netflix? Don't they have all the money in the world? Just buy Netflix. They don't want to sell. Just buy the shares. Fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of shows for streaming services, uh, this also will be kind of trivia because they really, uh, a third party pirate analytics, you never heard of them? Yeah. They released the top 10 streaming original premieres in the U.S. for the fourth quarter of 2019. These are essentially new shows. They're not like yeah. shows like Stranger Things mm-hmm. or, or Friends, whatever. These are the new shows that premiered in the fourth quarter okay. uh, thing. So uh, there's a top 10. Okay. Um, give me, try and get somebody, some, one of those guesses correctly. Oh. Jamming. Oh, geez. Now you're putting me a spot. Uh <laughs> It ha- does it have to be a series or uh, what? Cut? Or- yeah, show. It's a series. It's a show. Yes. Oh, okay. So it's not like a mini series, right? It's a wi- the the Watcher, The Witcher, The Witcher. Yeah, number one. There you go. Yeah. Ooh. Top ten shows of uh, in quarter four original programming. Ruti, do you have a guess? What uh, What else on the list? Can I look at my phone or is that cheating? Can uh, I look at? No, I'll, I'll ask you again. Oh. <laughs> Ruti. I didn't know we could click on it. Oh, did you have to click on it already? Oh, did oh we can't oh okay no uh, that's your good guess do you have a do you have a do you have a guess of what other shows are on the top ten of uh, original uh, programming that came out in quarter four? This one is really obvious, guys. Come on, I guess yeah. Witcher already. Get off my nut. <laughs> yeah, Jamie actually guessed The Witcher. It's yeah. true. Number one, Ruti. Uh, Rami. Rami. No. Oh yeah, the one from Hulu. No, that's 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 not on the top ten. Uh, Jamming for the for the win. Mm, I'm looking through my. The phone. most obvious one. Come on, guys. You're gonna kick yourself. Well, in now, the... that you, now that Jobbing mentioned The Witcher, I can't get it out of my head. Yeah, go ahead, Riti. Sing the song. Also <laughs> <laughs> calling to your Witcher. Oh, Valley of Plenty. Oh, Valley of Plenty. Oh, Watchmen. No, Watchmen's not in the top no. ten. And uh, oh, it's not a streaming show. It's not a streaming show. Okay, The Mandalorian. How did you guys not oh, get the course, Mandalorian? Yeah. Uh, of course, yeah. But that's only number two. Yeah. Uh, here's the here's the top ten. Number ten, the, uh, the morning show on Apple TV Plus. The what show? The morning show. Oh, the oh, the Jan Fanson show. Yeah, right. uh, number nine, Dickinson on Apple TV Plus. Who's watching Apple TV? Apparently, apparently wait, wait, hold out on. of. Are they counting streaming or talking? Or are they counting uh, Apple purchases and stuff like that? No, you know these, I mean? these are these are what, what the news the new streaming shows that people are watching. So you're telling me somebody either subscribed or bought an Apple product and actually watched a show called Dickens? That's what you're telling me. I to, mean, to the I, point, to, they watched it enough to the point where it made a top ten list. That's what you're saying. Put it this way: How many people buy Apple products every year? Yeah, multiple times, right? Yeah. And and do they not get yeah. free Apple TV Plus? Yeah. Hear my hear my whole thing. <laughs> I follow like sixteen hundred people on Twitter. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I don't. I can't recall anybody talking about uh, Dickinson. I know. Dickinson, you know what I mean? But at the same time, the morning know, show. Yeah. Do you know people yeah. in your thousand people that actually watch NCIS? This is true. See, yeah. <laughs> so this logic, yeah. Yeah. this actually, logic makes sense. Yeah. 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 This this logic makes sense, right? Yeah, but you're telling me then you then you're telling me somebody in Missouri or Kansas is watching a show called Dickens and stuff. You I know, know right? Yeah. It, this boggled my mind too. Okay, uh, number eight is Racing Dion, which is on Netflix. That makes sense to me. Okay, because I do hear people online talk yeah. about Racing Dion. Also, because right? my nephew watches it, and so I know 
even though I don't see it on Twitter, it's out of my demographic, but people are watching. My nephew, my nephew loves it. So okay. Yeah. Number seven for all mankind, Apple TV Plus. <laughs> I heard a little bit online, but not much. Yeah. But C on Apple TV Plus, the huh? Jason Momoa thing. Oh. Is that right? That's C, right? Wait, but who put out this list? Apple? No, it's, I know, right? This part analytical. Yeah. But to be fair, Apple TV Plus did release a lot of new shows last yeah. in the quarter, the fourth quarter. Oh, right. I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Really, a good point. Just because they released, doesn't, who's watching it though? You know what I mean? But apparently, yeah. people are okay. Top streaming original premieres. If we don't even know who's watching it, I don't know. And, well, The Witcher makes sense, right? Because we know a lot of people yeah, watch that. Sense, yeah. The Mandalorian yeah. makes sense because we know yeah. a lot of people watch that. Uh, number number five is Servant, which apparently we, 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 I know people that, who that, watch that. Yeah. Of all the Apple TV shows, that kind of makes sense for me because it's it's M Night Shyamalan. It's a thriller. You know what I mean? It kind of makes a little bit more sense. Yeah. Number four, I, I don't even know this show exists. Uh, Truth be told, Apple TV Plus. Stop. Stop it. Truth be told, Ruthie, have you heard of that show? No. Yeah. Is, is Apple TV paying you for this? Is this <laughs> advertising? Are we in an ad? I'm just saying, ad? I, I really think we underestimate the fact that if you get a free streaming service for free, yeah. people are actually going to use it. But the thing is, I haven't bought a new Apple product in, in a while, but there I have, you go. I have, a, I have the ability to watch like three episodes for free, though, of all these. All, okay. all the, I haven't watched any of them. I know. Same here. Same yeah. here. Uh, number three should surprise you, but it should please you. Harley Quinn. On this universe. Yes, thank God. Number three, yeah. Harley Quinn. I was going to guess universe. that too, but I thought I was a little too niche. I love Harley Quinn. It's a great show. I, I think this universe is getting underestimated because, I mean, last year, Titans was a big hit. Mm-hmm. Not the, the year before, I mean. The year before, right. Titans was a big hit on streaming services. And this year is Harley Quinn. So so there we go. That warms my heart. Yeah, so that's the top 10. Okay, next one up. Uh, speaking of shows you watch via the internet, <laughs> Google just revealed YouTube's their, how much money they make from YouTube. Okay, oh. uh, Jamming, do you know how much money they make from YouTube? This is for one year, right? Uh, let's see. The numbers in were eye-popping. In 2019, the video streaming platform plowed in blank in advertising and subscription revenue. Oh, yeah, just, just from 2019. They made, just from YouTube, right? Yes, from YouTube. $24 billion. Uh, Ruti, what's your guess? Um, $15 billion? Now I think you're cheating. Yeah, it's $15 million. Really? Seriously? Oh, yeah. okay, right? What the hell, man? <laughs> We're playing a trivia game again. I feel like I was robbed. Yeah, $15.5 billion in revenue in 2018, actually. And then 2019 is 15 million. That's so pretty good. It's impressive. That's <laughs> what it is. And that only accounts to 10% of Alphabet's total sales for the year. Yeah. Wow. They 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 get my $10 a month. I know that. Yep. Uh speaking of making money, the popular stage musical Hamilton will be released in movie theaters. Do you know who's releasing it? Disney. Disney. Yeah, it is. Uh, how much did Disney pay uh, to actually, get the rights? I actually Hamilton? know that. You know the answer. Yeah, yeah. Ruthie, how about you? You know the answer to this? Um, ten million. I don't know. Maybe more. Seventy-five million. Seventy-five million. Oh, wow. They they pay seventy-five million for a musical that was filmed in two thousand sixteen, and they won't release until uh, October of two thousand twenty-one. Yeah, twenty twenty-one. When I first saw the the tweet from Lim and Well saying that it's coming to theaters, I thought, oh, October. Uh, 2020. Oh, that's only a few, uh, you know, later this year. But then looked, looked, I looked at it again. It's not for another year. Why can't they release it this year? I don't understand. I, I maybe because it's still, still eating into all the uh off Broadway. I guess. Releases, yeah, maybe. it's still on tour and stuff. Yeah, they're still yeah. on tour. I've never seen Hamilton. It's great. So I, this is gonna be my way of seeing Hamilton next year. Ruthie, have you seen it? No, I haven't. It's it's just too expensive. It's just too expensive. Yeah. On, uh, on I, demand. I pay. I pay like two seventy, I think, to see the Los Angeles when I toured in Los Angeles. 
then they have a residency in Chicago, right? So, and I go to Chicago every year for business and stuff. So I pay like 80 bucks on that for, so I've seen it twice, but it's really, really good. It's, it's really fantastic. It's well worth I, how much, is this still super expensive in, in New York? It's still at least $300. <laughs> it's not worth $300. Not, I don't think anything's worth $300, but it's <laughs> great though. It's great. That's the expense, it's, it's, it, it really is amazing though. It's, it really is amazing. I heard, I heard. Yeah, the, hi- the hype is real apparently. Yeah, it's but, fantastic. But uh, yeah, I mean, I will. this will be my way of watching Hamilton yeah, I, and I thank Disney for releasing it on theaters next year. Yeah, I definitely recommend it. I definitely. And, and just to clarify for the listeners, they're not making a movie about yeah. on Hamilton. They're really, literally releasing just the stage show yeah, and they're shooting. They're showing video footage of the stage show in movie theater. Yeah, basically, it, it was at the end of the run for the original cast. The original cast. Yeah, yeah. so it, literally the last two shows that I think Lin Manuel was going to be at, they filmed it, and then this is what it is. Yeah, 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 yeah. All that's right, great. and that's what's up. Before we move on to the next segment, just in case the listeners actually care, Jamming, where can people find you online? You can find me on Twitter, J-I-A-M-I-N-G-L-I-O-U. Ruti? Instagram at Grace13, G-R-A-C-1-3, for DIY picks, travel picks, food picks, cat picks, and other random picks. Also check us out on B.Entwine for event designs, birth like birthdays, baby showers, bridal showers, weddings, and other party or DIY needs. And this is Albert, uh, Twitter and Instagram, Albert5x5. Uh, anything who wants wordspread.com. If you want to leave a comment, leave it on our Facebook page, our Instagram page. Uh, on the website itself or send them comment to our Twitters and our Instagram. If you want to show your support, because if you need it, head over to whowhatworstwhy.com slash support to find out how easiest way to do it. Go to Apple Podcasts, give us a star rating, give us a review. It, it actually does help a lot. Share the show. It helps a lot. Music has been provided by the Y-Axis. Find them at theyaxis.com. All the links and information can be found at whowhatworstwhy.com. All right, so we are going to be moving on to our uh, spoilers thing for The Good Place. Ruti, since you haven't caught up yet, uh, I guess this is it. Bye-bye. Yeah, bye-bye. I win. Bye, have a good one. Talk next week. Uh, If by some chance you watch Birds of of Prey in theaters, we're probably going to be talking about that next week. So, yeah. Probably not, but um, yeah, just because from the trailers, I was just like, meh. The second trailer actually looked pretty good, though, I would say. Um, I don't know. I don't like her acting this time in uh, that movie. Okay. It's all too happy. Fair enough. All right, Ruthie. Have a good night. Bye, Bert. All right, Tommy. Talk to you guys next week. I didn't know that uh, Jamil Jamil was originally like some kind of like uh, uh, hostess. Mm-hmm. Like she made, she, yeah. what's the word looking for? She was like a, uh, what do you call it? Hostess. Like, uh, <laughs> what do you call it? Yeah, what do you call it? You know, like a, a show uh, host. Show host? No, it's like, like announcer? The, show like announcer? A, remember MTV News back in the day where MTV was she's DJs? A VJ? Like that type of thing, right? Oh, she's a VJ. Something like that, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that was her original gig back in London and stuff. Oh, so, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty impressive. Mm-hmm. All right. So um we'll talk we're gonna be talking about the season finale, uh season four. And uh we're not gonna completely cover the whole season. Mm-hmm. I'm really more fascinated with how it ended. Yeah. Or how it got there really. But and how it ended. Because the interpretation of oh, I should give warning. Uh, spoilers for the good place. Mm-hmm. Uh, how does the team song go? Good place spoilers. I got okay. no All song right. for it, but spoilers for good place coming up. Or or NBC. It's good place spoilers. <laughs>
I'm embarrassing myself. I should stop. Okay. He's never stopped you before, so why, why should it now? That's my whole thing. Okay. Um, yeah. So, Good Place ended the season four. Mm-hmm. 52 episodes, right? Th- that sounds about right. So yeah. It's like 52 and a half because the last episode was a two-parter. Right. They us- and they usually they make, what, it. 14, 15 episodes a year? So that sounds about right. Yeah, right? It's more, uh, there was one year where it was only 12, I think. Really? Okay. Yeah. Anyways. So, uh, thoughts, Jarman? Yeah. My, well, since you don't... Uh, well, I, it's easier for me to uh, review the whole uh, season? season, actually. Oh, okay, bit. go ahead. Go yeah. Ahead. Like, I... I kind of understood why they ended it in four seasons because it kind of seemed like they kind of ran out of gas. Mm-hmm. If I had to rank the seasons, this is probably my least favorite and stuff like that. Oh, really? You know what I mean? The first one, because I it, it felt like the first three seasons, I knew what the trajectory was for each season. You know what I mean? Okay. The first one, you find out what, what this universe, the world's about. You find out at the end that they're actually in the bad place. You know what I mean? Yeah. Second one is sort of like Michael's big turn. You know what I mean? I really like the second season. I thought uh, Michael's turn was really interesting. The third season, I think, was about like taking the lessons that they've learned from the first two seasons, sort of applying it. You know what I mean? It was also like a soft reboot too. The third yeah, season. a little bit, yeah. yeah. And that I don't know what the exactly what the trajectory of the fourth season, fourth season. Well, was. Well, I think the fourth season trajectory was it leads to it leads to the conclusion of the series, right? But it just the episode before the finale, the a couple episodes before the finale, it just just felt like fillers. I didn't feel any real tension or anything really happening in those episodes. The one stand episode. Uh, of this season like, toward the end is Chi's episode. I thought, okay, uh, she what was it? She's the answer. Whatever that title. The, the back the backstory of GD. Yeah, GD, and yeah. then it ends with him getting all his memories. I thought that episode was great. I actually legitimately cried at that one, and I thought the season finale was great. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's a couple of really good episodes, but a lot of the episodes, I don't know, it just sort of fell a little bit flat for me. The season stuff. Like it's still very clever. The writing's still very, good. I mean, very smart. You know, and the acting's great and amazing. You know what I mean? But I thought I thought it was just a good season. Your thoughts? No, no, I, I I can see where you're getting at. I, like you said, it's still a good season, but I think the the appeal of the previous season, especially the first two, was that they happened to end things in almost like a cliffhanger fashion, right? Where you can't wait to see the next mm-hmm. one, even though it kind of wasn't that way, right? Uh, but the, the 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 difference though is that season four, the last season, had that too. It had cliffhanger endings because mm-hmm. it was like one continuous storyline mm-hmm. as opposed to before, but at the same time, it didn't seem it it just felt like. Like okay, I I'll I can wait till next week. Yeah. For whatever reason, I didn't have the urge to see what happens next as much as it was before. Yeah. And I don't know why. I don't know why that is. It's still solid. It's still good. But for whatever reason, I wasn't as much of in a hurry. Yeah. Uh, and that's weird. Yeah. And the drama in each episode seems more contrived in a way, and didn't didn't feel any They're kind going of weight. in circles. Yeah. It didn't have any carrying weight and stuff. Like that. I'll tell you the example. Like I said, the episode before the finale, the one where Phoebe shows up, right? Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? It's just like all the drama was actually created. I mean, it was introduced and it was resolved in that one episode. You know what I mean? And I just, I just didn't, it didn't have any weight. You know what I mean? It just, I don't know. It just, it didn't, it didn't hit me the way it used to and stuff like that. Well, I mean, previous seasons and stuff like that. You know what I mean? So, okay. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but like I said, I like, I like the whole idea that they actually did go to the good place. I like yeah. the whole idea mm-hmm. that they were able yeah. to convince the bad place to agree to their terms. Right. And 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 I like the idea with the whole judge thing. Yeah. Which I think she was just introducing this season, right? It wasn't in last season? No, she, she was in third season, right? I'll take your word for it. Yeah, me, 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 me Randolph? My yeah, Randolph? Yeah, my Randolph. Yeah, she was in third season. She's okay. at, she was at the end of the second season, actually. I think what part of it too yeah. was that the last three episodes mm-hmm. were like disjointed from the rest of the season because right. there was like Christmas break, mm-hmm. and I think mm-hmm. that kind of ruined the flow a little bit. Mm-hmm. 
but but uh but besides that uh i i could see where the philosophy idea was ending they had to try and define the meaning of life the meaning of being good or bad mm -hmm. and i like the idea the twist there was that, that nobody was going to have it because yeah. everything you do was connected to something bad in the first place mm -hmm. and it was it was a rigged system yeah that was the that was the thesis of the season and i kind of mm -hmm. like that because mm -hmm. it's like it also kind of excuses living because you can't completely do everything good this oh it's never it's never it's not really possible mm -hmm. but the intent is there and i think i think that was the philosophy of the show mm -hmm. it's like as long as you try to do yeah. good that's good yeah right I also want to mention the the the, the self-contained episode of Shida and Naraho's backstory. I thought all the characters were at some point. I know we already know a lot about Eleanor, but I thought you would learn more a little bit more about. Uh, I thought they would have one of those episodes for like all the characters. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? I thought I thought uh, what do you call it? Especially uh, Jason. I oh, thought yeah. you know what I mean? I thought he would have you learn more and stuff like that. Maybe that's it. a problem. Yeah. They already they already reached the growth. Peak, peak growth yeah. at season three. Mm -hmm. They already they already concluded who they're supposed to be right. at season three, and then from that point on, they're kind of just coasting. Yeah. So there was never any real reveal about this new about yeah. our characters anymore because yeah. it's everything's been revealed. Yeah, it does feel like the very last episode is that they already had that ri written already. You know what I mean? They yeah. already knew exactly what where they're gonna end up in that in that last episode and stuff like that. You know what yeah. I mean? So because because uh, the last episode did feel like a giant metaphor. For like uh, euthanasia, is that the term? Yeah, euthanasia. Is a, I mean, uh, going off and ending your life. That's only if you see it that way. Well, of course, yeah, yeah. I, I see every way the way I see it. Yeah, yeah. That, yeah. That's why I took. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's how life works. Yeah, but I took that as the the metaphor for that last episode and stuff like that. So all the character growth and all that stuff was kind of was already kind of uh, done and baked in by the by that uh, last episode and stuff like that. Yeah. So that's where I'm saying that it interested me the most is that how they concluded the good place. How the good place eventually became. Mm -hmm. So the first place before they showed up, the good place essentially was that you get whatever you want, right? Whoever was there, yeah. whoever, whoever managed to get to the good place, they can do whatever they want. Mm -hmm. They can get whatever they want. Mm -hmm. Life is life is infinite, and mm -hmm. they can do anything they want, mm -hmm. right? Which to me kind of makes sense and kind of doesn't, because mm -hmm. if you go by the science of the afterlife, mm -hmm. all your emotions and all your all your thoughts and ideas. Stem from chemicals mm -hmm. from your body, mm -hmm. but if you didn't have a body, mm -hmm. you wouldn't have the same kind of thoughts and ideas. Yeah, but and I don't. I don't just out out in heaven. Yeah, but I don't look at it from a scientific point of view. Like I don't know if this really happens when you die and stuff. Or does that? Oh no, true, true. I'm true. just saying it's just like I think the whole thing is like, hey, if you get everything that you want, but you take that and you place it on an infinite timeline, what happens to your 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 soul and stuff? You know what I mean? So I, I think what they're saying is life is really defined about growth and obstacles and stuff like that. You know what I mean? That's how you grow and stuff. And if you go to a place where it's quote unquote perfect, that's not really, that's not really. No, no, perfect. I agree. Yeah. I'm, I'm not, I'm not criticizing it for, mm -hmm. for not going with my idea of, of heaven and hell mm -hmm. or whatever. I'm just saying that, that it's interesting to me because I've always thought of it that way. Mm -hmm. And which is weird because I'm a Catholic and I'm mm -hmm. supposed to believe in more closer to what their interpretation is, mm -hmm. is if you're good, you're going to go up to heaven and, mm -hmm. and everything will be hunky dory. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, I'm just applying a little bit of science to to mm. what could possibly happen because that's the reason why a lot of scientists are also atheists because mm -hmm. they don't believe. Mm -hmm. Well, if you're dead, you're dead. Yeah, and also, also, I want to I also want to mention the fact I I don't think they. Uh, I think ultimately, I don't think the good place, the find the good place where they ended up is really their idea of what the afterlife is. You know what I mean? I shouldn't it be. It I is, don't think it's, it's, it's I think, their show. I think it's I, I think it's you have to look at it even a broader spectrum. I think the good place is 
a metaphor for just like our place on earth. And when they walk through that door at the end, that's the true mystery of 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 death. You know what I mean? When they walk through that oh, door, you know what I mean? That's the true. That's and there's no and that's why they, that's why after Eleanor walks away, they don't show what happens to you after because they the writers and stuff and the people that produce it they don't know what ultimately is you know across you know after we die and stuff like that you know what i mean so i think that's that's why it's a mystery and stuff that's why they left it as a mystery and then just so i think what they're saying is at the end the only thing you can try to do in life is do good be build be part of a community reach out to your friends have good relationships put positive energy out there and that's all you can hope for and hopefully when you pass away that positively lives on and that's why i heard little spirit or something like that hits that guy and he gives the mail to Michael and you know hits him and he gets the the errant mail and he delivers it to to Michael and stuff like that. I think that's what the, I think that's what they're ultimately trying to say and stuff like that. The good place and the bad place is not really uh, heaven or hell. I think they're just metaphors for actually what life on Earth is. You know what I mean? So no, I get that because I mean once you're satisfied with your life, you're ready to move on. Yeah, is that kind of a thing? Yeah. But the, the the cheat there is that all those people in the good place who are who are getting to do whatever they want mm-hmm. are technically good people already. Mm-hmm. You know, you're not gonna find somebody out there who who likes to kill things. You know, like like I'm oh. gonna achieve the, the idea of being able to kill everybody mm-hmm. kind of thing. Mm-hmm. That's not you want to be in the good place mm-hmm. if you to get that idea. So it, it it is. I find I find that actually quite mm-hmm. interesting. I'm actually willing to open myself up to believe that. This might be how the afterlife works, because mm-hmm. it's it's kind of appealing. It's like the idea that that you're gonna live forever in terms of like being able to do everything you want. You know, we live in a world of too much TV. Yeah. Well, when you're up over there, you get to have all the time in the world to watch everything you want to yeah. watch. My whole, watch. Uh, my whole thing is, I think I don't think we get to heaven or hell. I think I think we live on a in an infinite uh, multiverse and stuff like that. You know what I mean? That's, <laughs> that sounds interesting. I think we just get this life over and over again. I think if hopefully. You like this life because I think we get to relive this life many, many times again. I think we're on. I think we're on a uh, a reality of multiple uh, existences and stuff like that. Anyway, I but, honestly thought they were going to go with uh, with uh, reincarnation. I, I, originally, I yeah. thought they were going to go that direction. I could see that, yeah, yeah, because it's like it's like I was thinking like, well, how else are you going gonna to answer the afterlife? You know, mm-hmm. it's like, well, maybe yeah. it's it's a loop kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But they didn't go that way. They went they went with the door that that will. Put them back to the universe, mm-hmm. thing, which is yeah. like like you're saying, the real afterlife is yeah. is nothing. Whatever pass, whatever, whatever passes that, that is, door, yeah. and then they don't have the answers to it. That they they only have answers to whatever they uh, we experience here. They they were even very specific too, because because the afterlife door, the the end of it all door, mm-hmm. is uniquely individual to the person. Mm-hmm. Like anybody else can't go through there, mm-hmm. but only the person that it's meant to be yeah. can go to there. So that's that's mm-hmm. an interesting idea. Yeah. I, think. I, I don't want to. Try to to overanalyze the show too much at mm-hmm. this point because I think it's too advanced level for me. Mm-hmm. So it's it just I just kind of want to share my impressions of what they it's talk. really good. I mean, yeah. it's really good. I actually uh, since the finale, I've actually gone back and watched a couple of the early episodes and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It really it really holds up and stuff. I think this is one of those series that's gonna uh, have a long life after afterwards. You know, what I mean, people are are gonna come back to this series a lot and rewatch it and stuff like that because it's one. It's I, I can't remember thinking of the show where. The basic premise of it is about how to, about self improvement, about being a good person, about reaching out and having friendships and bonds, and you know what I mean. How, how how that helps you through life and stuff like that. It's really good. It's you know what I mean. And it's, it's and also at the end of the day, there's a lot of stuff, kooky stuff, abstract stuff that happens. But at the end of the day, it's just people in a room talking about morality and how you know what I mean. And that's interesting. You know what I mean. True. I, well, what I was found interesting was that they, how they handled the fact that 
that they're a, a tight knit group of people, but they were still able, they were still willing to live the group yeah. when, when they were done and content. Because they, because they, because uh, they, uh, yeah, uh, anyway, yeah. And, and the, the the way they balance it in terms of like not making it seem selfish mm-hmm. it was such a tricky balance, mm-hmm. you know. And, and and I'm I'm not completely on board with the why did Jason leave, you know? Like like he still has his friends here. Yeah, think about them kind mm-hmm. of thing. Which I think goes goes what you're saying with the whole like euthanasia thing, like or or or, mm-hmm. or the regrets of pe- when you leave your friends and family when you die, because mm-hmm. so it kind of it kind of plays on that, mm-hmm. you know. And and at the end, I honestly thought Eleanor was gonna was gonna stick it through to the very end until she's the last person. Mm-hmm. But at this rate, it's actually it's actually uh, was, uh, uh, Tahani. Tahani, like, yeah. I was gonna say her real name. Yeah. Uh, Tahani was the one who's actually gonna be there the longest out of everybody. Yeah. Yeah, although she's going to be an architect and whatnot, and we don't know what that means in in the end. But it's just, but it's true to Tahani's character. Though her character was like she would help everybody, but she before at the beginning of the show she would help everybody, but when she helped everybody on a mass scale, it was for very kind of selfish reasons, yeah, right? Yeah. But at the end, she was able to help a lot of people again on a mass scale, but it was for non selfish reasons of that. And then she and the other growth that she did is she she made she also mastered a lot. I thought that was a pretty funny running joke at the, in the last episode. She learned all these skills, you know, wood, she made a chair with, uh, what do you call it, of uh, the guy from Parks and Recreation, or right, Swan right, Woodson right. and stuff like that. I thought, I thought that was very good. I, I, it's, it's really amazing. If you go back and watch the early episodes to see the arc of the over the four seasons for these uh, six characters, it's pretty amazing. It's, it's, it's pretty incredible. It's good stuff. It is, it is. What do you feel about, uh, about Kristen Bell? Uh, Eleanor, Convincing Mindy to leave the middle place. I thought that was nice. But <laughs> but essentially, she's allowing herself to get tortured in hell to try yeah. and get to the good place. Yeah. I, I what I liked about that is you actually don't know. It's from Eleanor's perspective, so you don't know if that if Mindy is that her name? Mindy yeah. succeeds in stuff. I thought it was a really nice touch and stuff. Right. All you can do is try and help people and reach out and extend your hand and stuff like that. Yeah. You know, what I, mean? I thought That's it was really. Point. I thought it was really nice. I thought it was really. I thought it was really nice. It's really good. Yeah. And, and and in a way, uh, the character of Michael is like the true heart of the last season because mm-hmm. I think he's the only one left out of all of them that had the most growth. Mm-hmm. Like his growth hasn't ended yet until the last season, mm-hmm. while everybody else kind of already reached right. their peak in the third season. What's funny is in the last episode, I, I would argue the heart of the show might be uh, Janet, actually. Oh and, yes, yeah. yes, because yeah, I, I, I there's a the Darcy Carden is really, really, she's a really good actress. She's really good, yeah. The the when uh, Eleanor realizes Ch- Chidi wanted to leave, uh, she schemes. Something she she comes up with a bunch of schemes with Michael, right? Mm-hmm. And then Janet intrinsically knows in her soul that this is a bad idea. This is a selfish thing and stuff like that. You can see in her face and stuff like that. True, true. It's no, really good. No, it's true. It's true. I, my whole thing is I think the heart of the show is yeah, it is Michael and Janet, and I think the 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 character that the writers and the the the, the people that make the show gravitates to the most is probably Cheaty. You know, that's the one I think they want to be. Uh, uh. That's who. That's the ideal version of themselves. I think. You know what I mean? Oh, true. Well, like, he's the representation of all the philosophy behind the show yeah. in the first place. Mm-hmm. Eleanor is the is the idea that 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 you can try and do. She's action. She's, she's a verb. Yeah. So that she yeah. she you need her to push things forward. And, and Michael like seems to be about redemption mm-hmm. kind of thing because he was a demon, but then he now became a human. Yeah. Blah blah blah. Yeah. It's a it's a great show. It's, it's a, a great, great show. show. It's a great show. Yeah. It's a really it's a really great achievement stuff like that. I like it. It is. It is. It's like, yeah. It's up there. It's up there with, with, with some of the best shows I've seen. The fact that they're able to pull this show off 
in uh, a network TV and yeah. not like cable or, or streaming yeah. service. It's, yeah. a, it's an achievement for NBC. Yeah, NBC should be should be proud from themselves of being able to release this show. To me, after this show, the last great sitcom that's left in network TV is probably Brooklyn Nine Nine. Yeah, think. which I think uh, is it's coming, coming back, back this month. I think sometime this month. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So because this show leaves and Brooklyn Nine Nine comes comes in. Oh, Brooklyn Nine Nine takes over just. I think so. Yeah, I oh, think that's so. the reason why. Okay, yeah. that makes sense. Because I was wondering, like, well, when is Brooklyn Nine Nine coming back? Yeah. <laughs> Coming back. But yeah, okay. Anyway, it's a good place. Uh, yeah, we didn't go full on detail with the last season because it's kind of hard to 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 really explain the last season unless you really go through, through philosophy. Yeah, because we're not that we're not that. Cut, and also, you know? it's it's a what, is it a serialized one where they it's part of a, it's a lot more serialized this season. Yeah, yeah, and you have to you have to recap the first three seasons to get you know it's. We ain't got it, time it, for that. Yeah, we ain't time. <laughs> it's all tied together with the previous season. It's just I thought it was I thought. I thought overall a couple of really great standout uh, episodes, a couple of great standout moments. But I thought, I thought, I thought the the season as a whole is just just okay, 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 fair enough. But 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 for the standard of the good place, okay is actually pretty great. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. definitely better than most most shows on, on network oh, TV. Oh, most, yeah. most definitely. Yeah, and overall, all four seasons, it's a great show. It is overall, overall. All right. Thanks for listening, folks. Uh, this was episode 274 of the Stuff and Junk Show. Thanks for joining us. Until next time, this has been a podcast on the Who What Network. <laughs>